Did you know that less than 4,000 tigers remain in the wild? Yet, there are between five and 10,000 tigers living in the United States. Wait, what? How are there more of these majestic beasts living in captivity than in their natural habitat? What's even crazier is that only about 6% of the U.S. tiger population are housed by zoos and similar facilities. That means that a lot of reckless Americans are trying to keep tigers at home as pets. I'll take you home and lock you in a nice little cage and never, never, ever let you out except to pet you and love you and hug you and squeeze you all up. Won't that be fun? Um, no, that won't be fun. Not for anybody who likes to sleep at night. How is that a good idea? I mean, sure, baby tigers are adorable, but adult tigers are scary as hell. But I'm not scared. I'm just incredibly disturbed. And once I start giving you a tour of the tiger kingdom, you will be too. So buckle up and keep your limbs inside the vehicle, know-it-alls. I'm taking you on a wild safari. Hi, my name is Bella, and you might know me as Jay is from TikTok or YouTube. But you're about to know me from this podcast, Know It All. And each episode, I'm going to help you become a know-it-all about something new. Here we go. If you heard last episode's riddle and you haven't been living under a rock or locked down in a house without Wi-Fi, in which case, how did you hear this podcast? You probably already know where I'm going with this. In case you missed it, the riddle was, what king is currently behind bars? Call your answer out on three. Ready? One, two, three. Tiger King. That's right, all you cool cats and kittens, which means today we're going to be doing a deep dive on the literal and metaphorical zoo that is the Netflix docuseries, Tiger King. Ah, there are so many layers to this story. Seriously, it has more layers than an onion. But if you haven't seen the show yet, and honestly, you should, this is all you need to know. In the state of Oklahoma, there's a zookeeper with spangled shirts and a mullet who goes by the name of Joe Exotic, and he's the quote-unquote Tiger King, the ringleader in a carnival of alleged animal abuses and shady criminal dealings. He actually has a lot in common with the tigers he used to breed. These days, he's locked up in a cage because he's currently serving a 22-year sentence in federal prison. Joe Exotic is definitely a character, though. You can't accuse this man of not having a personality. Cause I saw tiger. This show is the cat fight that you can't look away from. So today we're going behind the scenes of Tiger King to explore the backstory of Joe Exotic and the rest of his wild world. So let's stay on Joe for a moment, shall we? Because if you're like me, you have a bunch of questions. For starters, Joe Exotic seems to be a completely unbelievable parody, but yet he's a real man. How? 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 I'm sorry, I can't stop saying how. But my biggest question, how in the world do you become Joe Exotic? Well, boys and girls and gender nonconformists, go ahead and sit around my campfire because it's story time. Once upon a time. Well, actually, we know the date. It was March 5th, 1963. In Garden City, Kansas, a baby boy was born. And his parents named him Joe Exotic. Psych! Just kidding. It would be pretty punk rock to name your kid Joe Exotic and put that on their birth certificate. But surprisingly, Joe actually started out with a pretty normal name. Joseph Allen Schreibvogel. According to a New York Magazine profile by Robert Moore, Joe grew up on a farm in Kansas with barnyard animals. 
They were much less exotic than the tigers he became known for later, but he was already showing a strong interest in animals. He became the president of his local 4-H chapter and raised show pigeons. He brought home ground squirrels and raccoons and kept them in cages. He dreamed of being a veterinarian. Then after graduation, when Joe was 19, he talked his way into becoming the police chief of a tiny Texas town called Eastvale, population 503. In his early 20s, Joe became an EMT, and Robert Moore recently tweeted that Joe really prided himself on that. And that was just the beginning of a career trajectory that was all over the map. After police chief and EMT, he was a cop. Finally, he became a zookeeper, opening the Gerald Wayne Exotic Animal Memorial Park in memory of his brother, otherwise known as the GW Zoo. Then he had a brief singing career, even though most of the singing was done by his ghostwriters. And after acquiring a priest outfit for one of his music videos, he got ordained as a minister so he could do weddings at the zoo. On top of all that, he ran for governor of Oklahoma in 2015. And then he campaigned for president of the freaking United States of America. I am now stepping my foot in the ring to run for president. And this is all paid for by the committee of Joe Exotic Speaks for America. Damn, Joe, want to save some jobs for the rest of us? Whoa, okay, sorry. Back to the Tigers. Or I guess I should say... Ligers. Word alert. All right, know-it-alls, that noise means that we just got a word alert. If you're Gen X or a millennial, you probably remember Ligers being a joke in the movie Napoleon Dynamite. What's a liger? It's pretty much my favorite animal. It's like a lion and a tiger mixed. Redford's skills and magic. And if you're Gen Z, you're probably like, I'm not sure what you're talking about. My favorite movies are six seconds long. Anyway, TikTok jokes aside, ligers are the hybrid offspring of a male lion and a female tiger. Ligers aren't a thing in the wild. They only exist in captivity. But according to BBC News, they are the largest known cat, usually growing much larger than either parent. New York Magazine reports that Joe Exotic saw his first liger in 2003 at another zoo in Oklahoma, and he was impressed. Back at his own zoo, he put a pair of tigers with lions, and soon, his first liger was born. Oh man, that is cute. From then on, Joe Exotic is hooked. And after hearing that roar, how could you blame him? So he continued to experiment with breeding lion-tiger hybrids and hoped that he would eventually lead to the recreation of a prehistoric saber-toothed tiger. Though big cat biologists unanimously agree that this is impossible. Not gonna happen. And while we're on the topic of things that are never going to happen... Not gonna happen! No, not gonna happen! Ha <laughs> ha! How about you add getting a baby liger or tiger to that list? Listen, I get it. They're so tiny and adorable when they're babies, it almost seems that they could be a pet. But the problem is, they don't stay little and sweet. According to The Guardian, by the time a tiger is six months old, it's already dangerous. By the time it's a year, it'll be three quarters grown and definitely capable of murder. In New York City back in 2003, a tiger named Ming had to be rescued from a Harlem apartment where he was being kept illegally as a pet. Ming was only 20 months old when he was discovered, but he already weighed over 400 pounds. And by this point, the New York Post reports that Ming's owner was feeding him 20 pounds of chicken, liver, and bones per day. And the whole reason anybody found out about Ming in the first place was because he attacked his owner. So that his owner went to the hospital and he said he was attacked by a dog. And the doctor was like, no way. 
Even famed lion tamer Roy Horn of the legendary duo Siegfried and Roy was mauled by one of his tigers after he failed to recognize that the tiger was in an off mood. Unfortunately, the tiger's bad day resulted in a spinal injury that permanently affected Roy's ability to move, walk, and speak. So it turns out that having a pet that could easily bite off one of your limbs for a snack doesn't always end well. Who would have guessed? Oh, here kitty, kitty. Mama's got some treats for you. Oh, here kitty, kitty. Well, you can't find this taste in the zoo. Oh, here kitty, kitty. And while Joe's locked up, you're probably wondering what happened to his zoo. It's still open, but it probably won't be for long. Right now, it's operated by Joe's former business partner, Jeff Lowe. However, one of the documentary's co-directors has said that the business hasn't been profitable for a while and is basically running on fumes. <laughs> ah, back to the tigers. Thank you for reminding me. So how do things end for the tigers? The simple answer is, when Joe was still running the zoo, he sold a lot of them to a skeleton museum in Oklahoma after they died. The more complicated answer is that this documentary has exposed the ugly underbelly to zookeeping in the United States. There are hundreds of roadside zoos like Joe's in America. That is, zoos without an ethical mission motivated purely by profit. The problem is, well, one of the many problems is there's no federal law against owning big cats like lions or tigers. The Fish and Wildlife Service does require permits to sell endangered species across state lines, but traffickers avoid this rule by marking transactions as donations. According to Mental Floss, roughly two-thirds of states prohibit owning a big cat, while others just require a license. And a handful of states, including Oklahoma, have no regulations at all. Animal rights advocates say that this patchwork approach to regulation fails to protect both public safety and the wild animals. Yet, a baby tiger can run you anywhere between $800 and $5,000, that's crazy cheap considering a blue French bulldog can cost up to $10,000. And this creates a perfect storm for inexperienced people to buy lion or tiger cubs that start out little and cute. But just because something is legal, cheap, and cute doesn't mean it's a good idea. When big cats get older, they become a burden to their owners. Dan Ash of the Association of Zoos and Aquariums told the New York Times that they are then pawned off to somewhere where they receive no or inadequate care. So in conclusion, don't get a baby tiger. No matter how cute they are. Hope you guys liked today's episode. I warned you, it was going to get wild. And if you're obsessed with Tiger King and want to know more, check out an interview with the directors on Netflix's You Can't Make This Up podcast. Hit me up on TikTok and Instagram at OnlyJS or Twitter at NotJS. And let's dish out this crazy show. And pretty please smash those five stars and leave a nice review. It's super easy. And when you rate and review the podcast, it helps other listeners find me. Curious what the next episode of Know It All will be about? I'll give you a hint. What is the TV series where Tokyo is actually in Spain? Think you know the answer? Leave a comment on social and I'll give a shout out to somebody who gets it right in the next episode. Join me again in two weeks for another episode of Know It All. Know It All.